Hello and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. In this episode, we have an update with the book as well as an update with the podcast and we'll be diving into questions that you can ask campers to get to know them on that first week of summer camp. So come on into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Hi guys and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Did you like that last episode? I really hope you did. If you haven't heard it already, I highly recommend giving it a listen. In that podcast, we spoke with Rebecca, who's a diehard Camp America advocate after spending four years volunteering at her summer camp. I think it was great to get a sense of what it's like for a girl to volunteer at summer camp. And I think, too, that you could tell that, in a sense, uh, Camp America was a part of her DNA that ran through her. To hear how her mum used to do Camp America interviews in their own house when they were kids and how Rebecca herself now interviews people for going over there was really cool. So uh, if you haven't heard that podcast episode already, I highly recommend go check it out. Uh, It's the third interview that I've had on the podcast so far and I'll be looking forward to doing many, many more. Anyway, I have an update to share with you in regard to the podcast and regard to the book this time around um we'll start off with the book and i think it's only right that i keep you guys in the loop with this sort of thing um so there's no easy way to say this but the editor situation has kind of fallen through for there's no place like summer camp and if you didn't know if you're maybe new to the podcast uh there's no place like summer camp the book is coming soon it's uh, been in the works for I'd say about five years now and it basically is the diary that I kept while working at summer camp it's a memoir of what it's like to work at summer camp and hopefully it captures that summer camp magic of what it's like to go and volunteer somewhere where you literally know no one and the culture clash of maybe diving into a Jewish summer camp when you're not Jewish yourself and I hope it invokes a lot of those very special summer camp memories for those that have been to summer camp and for those that haven't been to summer camp as well it could be a really good book to see like why uh, volunteering with the likes of Camp America have such a place in people's hearts that have actually gone and done it so it's very uh it's, it's disheartening to see that the editor situation has fallen through in regards to the book, but I'd like to keep you up to date. I'd like to keep you in the loop of what's going on with uh, the projects, uh, just so you know. It's still going on in the background, but um, yeah, let me just give you a brief overview. So I think in the last update around the book, I mentioned how the coronavirus was having an impact, and it sure was. And to give you more details, the editor that I found uh, was abroad at the time of lockdown when it was going on. He had family abroad as well that he had to take care of. And on top of that, he had an editorial project to do and was going to inform me when this work was complete. Now, I chased him the other day to see if he was free to work on There's No Place Like Summer Camp book and to see if his situation uh, was now available to help with the book. It turns out his situation had actually completely flipped on its head. So, he's changing jobs. He's had a death in the family and he's moving out to China soon too. And on top of all that, 
he's actually packing in his freelance editing services, which obviously means that we can't have an ed- him as an editor on There's No Place Like Summer Camp, which is a massive shame for the book. The thing is, he gave me loads of help and assistance in the work we have done together. And it's nothing personal. It's not like there's been any falling out. Um, we've been in contact with each other fairly regularly for about the past year or so and only the coronavirus has managed to get in the way of uh, any actual progress on the book itself Um, so it is disheartening to see but I'm very happy for him to go ahead with his uh, projects and uh, hope he has all the best of luck in his future progress And the thing is, he's given me so much help and assistance in the work we have done together. And I can't really tell you the ins and outs of everything. But from the 10 or so editors that I ran the manuscript past, he was by far the standout editor that I found. So it's with a great shame that this has happened and that only the coronavirus and real world has got in the way of him being my editor. But on that note... With every door that closes, a new one opens. So I'm now on the lookout for a professional editor and I have pushed the the book as far as I possibly can. Um, I've been working on the book for approximately five years and I think I've taken it to a place where it's as far as I can take it and it's in a really good position at the moment. But with every book that gets published, you should get an editor. Well, you really must get an editor to make sure that you've dotted the I's, the cross the T's, and everything makes sense to a normal reader. So all I need is a professional pair of eyes to give a constructive criticism. I struggle to say that word. And help me to get to a point of release of the book. And again, I'm still very hopeful for this to release in 2020 so stay tuned and i hope to have a new editor on board very soon (sighs) right here's the update that i never really wanted to do and this is the update around the podcast i may need to put the podcast on hold soon okay my granddad is having health difficulties which may mean a sudden stop in podcast episodes being produced and The sudden stop could come at any point, and I think it needs to be discussed in this podcast. Um, And some people might say, well, that's too personal or maybe inappropriate even, but death is something that affects everyone. We shy away from the fact that life is finite, and I love to record podcasts. I love to talk about summer camp. I find it a release to sit at my microphone twice a week to release podcasts Tuesdays and Fridays. And it takes me away from the world out there filled with shit news about the latest deaths and atrocities in the world. But for all I love camp, for all I love podcasts, I love my granddad infinitely more. So now you know. Oh. Now, on to the questions that you should ask your campers. I'm sorry. Now, this is all about getting to know your campers in those early days while volunteering at summer camp. I've done previous episodes where we discuss the popular questions that you will be asked while working at summer camp, being a Brit, volunteering abroad. So go and check out that episode if you haven't yet. But now the tables are being flipped and we're seeing what questions you should ask your campers to better know the kids that you're counselling for the summer. So, let's begin.
Okay, so the first question that I'd say is pretty good to ask any camper. And there's, trust me, there's plenty of questions that you can ask your campers to better know who you're volunteering with for the summer. Um, is where you're from. It's a simple question because summer camps don't only take campers in from their local area. And a lot of the campers, their parents themselves might have gone and then they're like, the parents might think, oh, I definitely need to send old Jimmy here over to the same summer camp that I went to and they might now be living in a diff totally different state but it doesn't stop them and that was something that I found really surprising actually when I was working at summer camp was um, the sheer amount of campers that would come from airports and would have to send truckload after truckload of counsellors to the airports to collect the kids from airports and these kids were literally flying across the USA by themselves in a plane and I found that really weird but yeah to ask where the campers are from it gives you a bit more of a rounded knowledge of maybe the US and you can better know like um, where they're from their background their upbringing how they got to know the camp that you're working at and that sort of thing Number two on this list to better know your campers is hobbies. And this is a massive door opener for uh, getting to know your campers, getting to know uh, the types of people that you're going to be working with for the summer. And if you know that, say, Jimmy likes to play with puzzles, you shouldn't really be uh, maybe recommending he comes and plays sports if he really is into puzzles and staying in you get to know who's the introverts you get to know who's the extroverts uh, you get to know what they like to do in their spare time and what activities you can expect them to do over the summer and it could also help with something like chores even um, it's a bit of a stab in the dark but um, there might be campers who I don't know like to keep things tidy or um, there's there's whole host of different hobbies there, there could be some, some like arty kid that you're looking after for the summer and you'll know that if a project comes up at summer camp where uh, your cabin perhaps needs some artwork displayed proudly on the outside of your cabin that'll be the first camp you, you turn to for when that sort of thing happens so hobbies is definitely a door opener and it's the same sort of question as maybe asking a counsellor about what they do for a job um, it's a much better way to know someone on a personal level and I think it's actually a better question to actually ask your fellow counsellors as well. Okay so number three on this list is whether they have been to camp before and this can be expanded upon in terms of oh maybe you could help me out do you know where this thing is at camp or do you know how this thing works at summer camp because every summer camp has their own small little things and words and phrases that you may not know being a new person to summer camp. So if this camper has actually been to camp before and knows it like the back of the hand, they can definitely help you out. And of course, this depends on the kids' ages, but this can help build a relationship and a two-way street for both you and your camper. Number four, and this is a little strange question, but it can actually open some... Um, insight into your camper and whether they're having any difficulties at home and this is how is school going um, when I was volunteering at summer camp you get a whole mix of kids and something that I maybe shouldered on and it felt very much like a responsible adult maybe a parent 
being in a counsellor sort of position, counsellor stroke specialist, I was a specialist, but working around the kids, you get to see kids that are really popular, you get to see those that are less popular and you get to see those that are maybe bullied and just asking how school's going or how camp's going even uh, over the course of summer camp, it can help give you some insight into maybe their troubled backgrounds maybe you could provide some advice on how they should approach things and maybe you'd be able to look out for them when uh, times are maybe getting a little tougher so it's always good to ask how school's going how's their life going back at home and that sort of thing and it can be it can it can often put you in a tricky position where they're telling you these things and you're just like oh my god how how have you been able to like cope with all of this and they might have life stresses that you would never even wish upon your worst enemy um so yeah it's it's a very tricky one but i think this helps to understand the person behind the camper Number five on this list of questions that you should ask your campers is whether they know anyone at camp. Now this really ties in with number three of whether they've been to camp before but it could mean that people who haven't been to camp before may know a few campers who have maybe recommended the camp or maybe they go to their own school, maybe they're from their local area. So whether they know anyone at camp gives you a real insight into the campers that you're going to be working with there'll be quite a few new people to camp and they're the ones you you have to look out for mostly because they're totally new to the whole experience just like you are but they're on the camper side of things it also helps to know whether they know anyone at camp because it means that you could potentially focus them in some of the icebreakers for the kids and all of those activities you need to make sure that you've got your eye out for any sort of loneliness or uh, struggling to make any sort of friends at camp and you can always help to assist in that regard another great question to ask the campers is what's their favorite memory of camp especially if they've been to camp before and this can help you better understand the general things at camp that the kids look forward to and why because Colour War is a great example. Colour War is unanimous across every summer camp, I believe, where campers are really excited for just getting messy, having a good time with their friends and being in that competitive spirit. Or there could be things at camp that are unique and they may actually look forward to those just as much. Number six on this list, and this really ties in you into your campers as well it helps to get a bit of a relationship going and a bit of a friendship and that is whether they have traveled to the country that you have come from before because obviously this podcast is directed mostly at the brits but as i've uh, many times said that we actually have abroad listeners uh shout out to alex if he's listening to this episode um we have listeners from germany uh there seems to be a bit of a trend all across the globe we have people from anywhere and anywhere Uh, listening to this podcast because I think volunteering at summer camp appeals to the worldwide audience and yeah this podcast is primarily primarily aimed at those internationals coming into the US but I hope it actually uh I don't know captures some of that magic for people actually at America as well but this question is 
whether you've traveled to my camp before, uh, to my country before, sorry. And obviously this depends on the kid's, kid's age once again. You're not really going to be asking a five-year-old whether they've traveled to the UK. Um, but anyone, say I'd say over the age of about seven, uh, you could probably ask this question, whether they've traveled to my country before, because it, particularly at the traditional summer camps, um, it's very expensive to send a kid to summer camp. And it typically means that their parents can afford to go abroad for su- for their uh, summer breaks and stuff. So whether they've travelled to your country, there's a bit of a connection there, and you can say, "Oh, I've actually been to Buckingham Palace." It's surprising that you've stayed there and all those good things. Number seven on this list, the penultimate one. This is whether you've seen a new movie out recently. This again helps you connect as a normal human being, because I think when you're particularly at school you see a teacher walking around, you don't especially see them as like a person. I hope that makes sense. You see them as a teacher. And if you were to bump into your teacher out and about in town, you would think that's a bit weird. You would like, oh, what's going on here? You're supposed to be at school. (laughs) And um, just to say whether you've seen this particular movie that's out at the moment is a, a real nice way to pretty much make you seem like a whole person and not just a person that's in authority at a summer camp. And finally on this list, and this really ties in with kids across a very broad spectrum, is what games do they play? And this could be what games do they play at summer camp? What games do they like to play uh, with their friends? What games do you want to play right now? It could also mean what video games you play outside of camp, because that's obviously a massive market that a lot of kids and I play a lot of the time. I like to play Fortnite, Overwatch, Minecraft and Counter-Strike, if you're wondering. So I think that pretty much uh, wraps up this episode. Um, Most of this was updates uh, regarding the book and the uh, podcast as well. It's a a tricky time for me at the moment and I hope that um, I hope it all works itself out because it's, it's, it's been, if I'm honest, it's been sometime coming like this all happening and just to see it coming to a head it's really gut-wrenching for me the around the my granddad's uh, stuff but um everyone now feels like it's better to be out of the suffering than it would be to uh, try and you know continue which is really really shit thing to say and i hate to say it myself but I think it's worth saying on the podcast because I'm a normal person and you know um, sometimes I need to put things up in front of other things and um, there could be a substantial it could it could be a substantial break from the podcast it could be my outlet to um to maybe help me get over these sort of things or get me through these sort of things, shall I say. Um, So yeah, just a heads up around that. There could be a break and it would be sudden. So um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I did try and keep it camp related as well with those uh, subjects around questions that you should ask your campers to better know your campers that you're going to be working with for the summer. Um, 
Thanks for all your support, as always. Um, I'm going to be cracking on with the book as well. That's definitely not going to stop. Um, we're on the lookout for an editor. And um, yeah, I won't be teasing the next episode because of obviously the personal situation I've got on at the moment. Um, I appreciate everyone's support and um, I shall see you uh, whenever that may be. Thanks, guys.